it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. the LFC day trippers this is winners and losers I'm Gav there's P that's Phil same lineup as last week um, just it's the Gav know, Phil we, and Pete show at this <laughs> we don't know what we're going to talk about tonight because we like to let you in on this stuff in the WhatsApp group earlier Pete wanted to have the Liverpool supporters as the winners again um, he wanted the, he also wanted the winners to be was it Spores and someone else for the, the really good buying Spurs, in the summer the Phil had a meltdown and said what <laughs> Uh, so have Pete, a meltdown. So Pete backed point that every single one of the winners so, are losers. So Pete backed backed off, and I told him not to. And then Phil said, "Don't back off. Bring it with you." Um, this is a debate. Pete, show. Are you in the wardrobe eating Doritos? <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, this is this is the LFC day trip. This is winners and losers. We don't know what we're going to talk about. I'm sure the lads have something in their head that they want to bring up. But if you're in the chat and you want to bring up something, bring it up. I'll try hold it later on, and we run through a few of them at the end. Of course, the World Games is five days old. I'm fuming about the World Games. You right, know I, I know, that was kind of better because I know you're fuming. And I got to be honest, I looked on the first day on the YouTube feed, and it was like nobody had the skating thing. Then there was like. There was powerlifting, powerlifting where it looked people. like it was on in like an auditorium in a college, but like Wasn't no one had turned up. It looked like it was on in an old cinema. No one turned <laughs> up for school. <laughs> right? And then they just replayed the uh, opening ceremony because why not? Um, but keep the war game stuff to yourself to later, Phil. Um, but P, is there anything you'd like to talk about, good, bad or indifferent? Because as I said, this show won't get back to normal with timers and stuff like that. So probably next week or the week after. You want to get straight into subjects? Yeah, whatever you want. Good or bad, throw them out. Yeah, to be honest, my loser this week, Raheem Sterling. I want to talk about him. 
I want okay. to talk about how disappointed I am. I know my friend Joe, friend of the show, always says, Pete, you make everything about racism. But so some things are genuinely about racism. Who says I that mean, to you? A jail friend, Joe, friend of the show. Joe, we love Joe. Joe Walsh? Best yeah, always ah, says, Joe Walsh, yeah. always says to me, Pete, not everything's about racism. And he's right to a certain extent. But some things are. And I'll tell you why I'm really disappointed in Raheem. Um, I mean, a bit like John Barnes, you know, you, you could always say in the past that Raheem Sterling, oh, he's not appreciated. Some, some fellas pull up his city numbers and it's, geez, I'm surprised that Raheem Sterling is doing so well, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he, he, he had said, he said that he wanted to leave Manchester City to be recognised and to, to be appreciated. Okay, that's Has one he said thing. That? That's what he said okay. uh, what he was leaving. Okay. Um, and then I, if you go back a couple of years, I, I remember, I mean, the reason I jumped on his side was I remember a couple of newspaper articles. Uh, one, I think, might have been in one of the rags, a mirror, um, about Michael Owen, who uh, had years ago had fallen into his, his fame and fortune and had decided to invest wisely in houses for his family um, and Raheem Sterling did the same thing, and the and the very same newspaper said some years later that he um, had blown, uh, splashed out and blown a lot of cash on a flash house. It, as it turned out, he the the nice house was for his mother, and he's entitled to do that. And I think the coverage really, you know, says a lot about. I don't know anybody that's familiar with the the idea of racism knows that not all racism is explicit; some of it's implicit. And it's usually expressed by people that don't even realise that they're racist. Um, to be honest with you, and a lot of people who are in this comments will identify with that very, very idea. And to be honest with you, I was kind of putting Raheem Sterling on a pedestal because he came out quite strongly, and he was quite articulate uh, about making that point about how the coverage, the different coverage between him and Michael Owen, you know, how you could con compare and contrast, and it was just. You know, he was kind of shaming people. And then, last week, he goes and signs for Chelsea, who, I mean, listen, I think it's well documented. I mean, Chelsea are, are like, we can describe them in many ways. I mean, the, but there are movies and there are books written where, you know, Chelsea fans celebrate their their history and, and what they do and they go around Europe and they're, and their their ideas and and Stamford Bridge is one place where Raheem Sterling goes and gets phenomenally abused. I mean, I think there's people in court about abusing him. And there was a couple of pictures that I floated around our WhatsApp group today, and it's undeniably racist abuse aimed at Sterling from Chelsea fans. So much so that there's a couple of black people, and one that I, I had highlighted in particular. He's not looking at Sterling. He's a Chelsea fan sitting standing there with his mates. He's actually looking at the lads two rows down from him in, you know, stifled disgust at Sterling. My point and why Raheem is so disappointing me, why he's my loser of the, of the week is after doing so much and highlighting so much about implicit racism, and we all know, you know, explicit racism, we see it all, all day, but the, it's the implicit, implicit stuff that's rife in the media, it's rife in social media, it's rife in people that don't consider themselves to be racist. And Raheem Sterling had done a lot over the last 18 to 24 months to really highlight that and to put and to change some of the thinking uh, of some of these implicit racists only to go and sign for Chelsea. It's just mind-bogglingly. I mean, it's just, 
it's it's a it's a huge setback to be honest with you in my view i mean he's surely he's rich enough to that to make a point and say i'll tell you what i'll do i'll sign for queens park rangers where it all started for me but it's never because it, do it doesn't matter if i'm rich enough you know why go there it's just but he's, he's for he's, me thinks feel free to contradict me feel free to tell me why why i shouldn't think that way but i for one i'm disappointed in raheem Sterling. phil I'm fascinated with the Loctay quadratlon, to be honest with you, Gav. It's been eating up meat meal for the last two days, right? And I drove mm-hmm. coast to coast in Ireland as well. So, um, yeah, I didn't even know Raheem Sterling had gone to Chelsea. Um, but the counter to Pete's points is, what if he goes there and changes the attitudes to racism at the club? Is that not well, making him the winner the well, winner of the Didier, season? Didier Drogba didn't do that and arguably never, one of the ne- but, but he was he was he was never vocal enough to address it about the fans and the and their own behavior he also had a man. captain who was could, who could was you, caught. could you see Raheem Sterling going there and deciding to speak out against Chelsea fans in order to make them feel like they should <laughs> behave differently he's, he's to, to me Sterling's a bit of a different Chelsea character fans, oh, that, by the way. Go on. no no Gav, but I think like Sterling is a bit of a different character to the the normal football characters that you see that are just you know the, the, the just um the same regen of of whatever media training they're getting that when they're 18 19 year olds with, with the football clubs sterling seems has an opinion not afraid to speak out about it he's spoken out against the english fans in terms of their their the racism and their building of, of of various different things and taking the knee he's spoken out against the daily mail for and the the various other tabloids for their way they carried on about him so could i see him absolutely I could absolutely see him saying that, saying out that he doesn't that this isn't acceptable and saying it out against the fans. They're the type of wake up calls that 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 fan bases need at this point in time. And if it doesn't come from within, they're not going to pay any attention to, to what's there from without because it's it's it, it that's it'll just be seen as part of tribalism. So I think Pete, you're, you're wrong on this one. I don't think he's a loser. I think he's gone off and he's made a shit ton of money with Liverpool first, then Manchester City. And now he's going to get paid like an absolute king to go to Chelsea, right? Um, what is he? He can't he, do any. He 27. He be about 27, yeah. You think it's an altruistic mission that he's on by signing for. I don't know, Phil, because. There's no such thing as an altruistic lunatic. He's gone there because they're, off, they're offering about 200 grand or 250 grand a week, right? Money talks. Football is just the same as any American sport now at this stage. I would say he's probably no less at Chelsea than he's on at Man City. Who knows, Gav? Who knows? And I don't mean that. I'd, I think I'd there was something about. I think there was something about Sterling going back a while ago, where the, you know, supposedly he was getting paid X amount, which was quite low. But the bonus system at Manchester City made him like on a million of lead, million a month, or over a million a month, a week, um, a week. The, the a funny thing for me is like, first of all, you know, this has been going on a little while. The whole thing to Chelsea, I didn't know he'd said that that he wants to go somewhere to feel appreciated. Yeah. Um, that's because there's no fans I, of Manchester City. No, this goes I, I back actually, to my point. I, I think that's. I think that might be a little bit of a dig at Pep Guardiola, to be honest with you, because any Manchester City fan I've ever seen speak about Raheem Sterling has spoken quite highly of him, and he should. I think he's about 130 goals for Manchester City. Easily, yeah. He's our second highest scorer in our history behind Sergio Aguero. Mm-hmm. Any, any Man City fans I've seen talk about... Uh, Sterling have spoken quite highly of him. I reckon that's a dig at Pep Guardiola because Pep Guardiola seemed to fancy um, Jesus a bit more, Marez towards the back end of last season than you would Sterling. And, and I still, I would still put it out there that Sterling was the best attacker. 
you know, um, I, I really, really would because he was always the one that turned up with goals for them. Always. Now, granted, he done an awful lot of tapping in at the back post, but that's how Man City play. They don't really score. Do. They don't, you know, the only one that really scores mad ones is probably Maris. The rest is all pulling the back headers at the back post, tap, you know, tap-ins and stuff like that, but you have to be there to score them. The, the thing about the fans, though, is I get what you're saying, Pete, but fans don't give a fuck. 350 in a week, Gav. Yeah, fans don't give a fuck, right? And the thing is, right, the way Chelsea fans will look at this is, yeah, they've probably abused them in the past, but if he signs for them, Ah, isn't Raheem Sterling great? And they'll all cheer Raheem Sterling from the rafters when he turns up at um, at Stamford Bridge and they're they're playing home and they're playing away. And you know what? (laughs) Like, I've seen the pictures you put around and stuff like that. There's no denying they're absolutely hammering them. Like, absolutely hammering them. I don't know if other people, regardless of the colour of their skin, get hammered in that way at Stamford Bridge. I presume they do. Gerard used to. Gerard used to get absolutely hounded at Stamford Bridge. But... In the day and age we're in, P, and I know it's hard to fucking take at times, but the day and age we're in, people are so flippant over things. Where, like, I'll put, it, I'll put it to this way, I'll put it to this way. Raheem Sterling signs for Liverpool tomorrow, right? Now, I'd have Raheem Sterling back at Liverpool because I believe he wasn't the best the way he left the club, but I think he was badly, badly advised, especially going on TV and doing TV interviews over it, right? But I could guarantee if Raheem Sterling turned up at Anfield first day of the season as a Liverpool player um, or the second day of the season against Palace, I think, is our, sec- is our first home game, and walked out there, the vast majority of people that would have called Raheem Sterling a snake for the last seven years would turn around and go and clap him onto the pitch. And yeah, what but he wasn't basically ah, abused he's what, at Anfield. He's no, no, no. He was abused in a different way. Look, I get the racial stuff, but abuse is abuse. Do you get me? So... You know, he turn up at Anfield and they call him a hungry bastard and they call him this and they call him that. No, there's a difference in the way it's thrown out there, but it's still abuse, right? I'm not having it. I'm not having it. But if he turns up at Anfield, I guarantee he loads of them a clap. And the way people would say it is, ah, he's one of our players now. You have to support him. He plays with that's the problem, Gav. And that's what's going to happen at Chelsea because fans are flippant about these things. But that's the problem, Gav. You ask Phil, for example, who knows more about American sports than all of us put together. Guys like Colin Kaepernick, you know, it would turn around and say to you, they have a word for people like that sign for clubs like that. They they call them house. They don't. Yes, Pete, they you're do. wrong here on this. Yes, on this because and Uncle, in America, and Uncle Tom's. In America, yeah. they move from team to team. You've got one of the biggest signings of, of the summer was a fella who's now played in every single team in the same division. They don't hold this thing about that this fella can't go here because of a tri- of a rivalry or whatever it is. For me, with, with Sterling, it's all about he wants to play at the, to be at the top of the game. He's from London. He obviously wanted to go back to London at some point. And he's been paid a shit ton of money at Chelsea. Now, can he, do, can he make a difference? Absolutely he can. If he continues on with the way he's been campaigning against the various different type of fan-led stuff that he does hasn't liked, the coverage has been getting in the newspapers the way it is, then brilliant. Because if he goes and changes things and uses his position to change things, that's fantastic. I've no problem with that. I've, I think it's more to him. And if he goes there for the money... Fair play to him. He's got a very short career. We have to get our heads around this. He's These always going to get that. But, but Phil, he's always going to get that sort of money because if he's on three hundred and fifty grand at sea, he's not going to turn up at Chelsea for two hundred. It's just not going to no. happen. So no. the, the the money is is kind of 
a bit null and void, to be honest with you. He's that's the level he's at. Unless Raheem Sterling, well, yeah, unless unless Raheem Sterling turns COVID up, COVID cases <laughs> through the roof. Unless null Raheem Sterling, unless, unless Raheem Sterling turns up at a club in four years' time at thirty-one years of age or thirty-two years of age, and you go, listen, we're not paying you three hundred grand a week. Simple as fucking right. that. We'll give you one hundred and fifty or one hundred and sixty grand a week, but at the moment, that's the pay level he's at. So the, the money kind of thing, I won't, I won't worry about. But I would think Raheem Sterling's looked at it and went, hold on, he signed Grealish for a hundred million, and he can't dump him. He signed an Alvarez, right? He signed Haaland. Foden is an absolute shoe in. Mares has got more games off the back of last at the back end of last season than me. And he's probably looked at himself and thought, he's probably going to change how he plays. I'm the odd one out here. So what am I going to do? I'll say I want to go to be appreciated somewhere else. It's definitely a dig of Pep Guardiola, but I guarantee he'll turn up at Chelsea. I don't know who Chelsea have first day of the season. It might be Everton actually. Um and he'll turn up at Stamford Bridge and he'll be hailed as the fucking king when he runs out. That's just how fickle football fans are and that's the generation honest, we live in Gav I'll be honest with you and I'll, I'll probably get pelters for this I would have loved to see him back in the Liverpool jersey I think he fits ideally into the way I would have taken him back because I think there's right. there's a much deeper rooted thing to just oh we try to get out for more money yeah I think there's a deeper rooted thing than that that's being honest that's just my opinion absolutely I could be, I could be completely wrong but he hasn't and look he hasn't endeared himself either to Liverpool over the last seven years in, in the way he's carried on either but uh, it'll be interesting, Pete, and it's probably one I'm going to watch now. Um, yeah. first, first game at Stamford Bridge and to see what sort of reaction he gets, you know. Um, and you feel right, he'd be held as the king. But for me, you could have went to Spurs, you know, you could, you could have went to Manchester United, could have went abroad. But to go there, Stamford Bridge, which is, I'm sorry, might as well be Berlin in 1933, to be honest with you. It, is We all know it's the bastion of what it's the bastion of. I, Paul Cannavale. I, 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 Paul Canneville, let me make the point. Paul Canneville wrote, wrote a book about it. He was the first black player to represent Chelsea. And I, and he's the same. The reason why Paul Canneville, anyone who knows who Paul Canneville is, won't stand up against Chelsea fans is because he makes his money from them. Still, even though he doesn't make the kind of money uh, that Raheem Sterling makes, he's an ambassador at Chelsea now, having been the first black player to ever play there. But he got absolute pelters as a player when he played there. Now, I'm not saying Sterling will get that, but I'm just saying... It's deep-rooted within that club as an institution. I don't believe that Sterling is going to do Martin Luther King, uh, despite what you say, Phil, and convert anybody you know, to see the light of, of, of the, the perils of, of, of not being racist. Um, but, but you're right. But, but Pete, up hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on a second, Pete. Hang on. I want to put it up on that one, right? Oh, because you started this. Out. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> We're each of us, baby. I just want to put it up on that one because basically you start this off by saying you are disappointed because of the way he's carried on the press and the things he said in the press and that this is t- flying yeah. in the face and going to Chelsea. Right? Great things he's done in yeah. the press. Great things. But yeah, yeah. At the same time, you're giving him no credence for the thing that he can't say this stuff if he goes there and stands up to anything that goes on in the club. At that, at, I don't believe that, that he will. I don't believe that Raheem Sterling will go to... Then you're saying that you. Then you're saying that what he's done... Hang on, hang Then you're saying that what he did was purely for publicity and self-publicity in itself because it doesn't hold a true weight because he's not prepared no, to say it when, he, no, when he's... No, what I'm saying is... I'm saying is... He won't true. have to. One, one thing you have said is true is everybody has a price... And what disappoints me is that 300 grand and uh, appreciation is his, to be quite honest with you. I but he, believe he, won't, he, he, won't, he will not he have to speak out against Chelsea fans because when he turns up there, 
all the Chelsea fans will literally not remember what they've said to him or what or what, what way they've abused him at Stamford Bridge. They'll just want to go, Sterling's our next number 10 or whatever the fuck. And and oh, is, right. Isn't he great? And no, it doesn't make it all right. No, far from it. But that's what you're living in. That is what you're living in. That's how fickle and that's football what's fans so are. That's what I'm saying. That's what's, do you know what I prefer? I prefer Raheem Sterling to have signed, even signed an extension at Man City, for example, and to turn around and say, do you know what? And to turn around, or anywhere, go anywhere else, and turn around and go to the person and go, you know what? I had the opportunity to sign for Chelsea, but let me tell you why I didn't do it. Chelsea were offering me a fantastic package as in football in terms. It was probably the right thing to do, but I couldn't, couldn't get past what myself and other black players have experienced going there. Therefore, I had to turn it down. That would have spoken volumes. And that's why I'm disappointed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I get why you're disappointed, but again, I'll say it. Raheem Sterling won't have to open his mouth about racial abuse when he gets to Chelsea because he'll walk in there and he'll be treated like a king. It's simple as that. It's simple as that. And and look, no. it's not only it's not only Chelsea, by the way. There's other clubs that have, you know, done this or done that or players that have done this or done that and they turn up at clubs and people go, isn't he great? He's ours, he's great. And people, and you know what they do? They double down. He's ours. They, they, they double down. There and you they, go. And you, you, we don't even realise that that's the way we think. And it's true. It's it's all right. He's all right. Because he's, as people used correct. to say about me, Phil, Phil will tell you in Drimna, it's all right when I was a kid that we know Pete. He's, he's one of us. He's our black bloke. But other, other, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Of course it is. But that's the reality. That's the reality. And and at the end of the day, like he has a footballing decision to make as well. Right? We don't know who else went in for Raheem Sterling at fifty million pounds or three hundred grand a week. We don't know how many clubs out there have the fifty million. How many how many clubs have got outside of United and Chelsea in England, right? Let's be honest about it. A twenty seven, twenty eight year old who has been now to Liverpool and Manchester City, okay? Mm-hmm. Both clubs he's been at have either won or been close to winning the league in terms of what's there. He scored goals at all of them, right? Mm-hmm. What's the biggest drawback on him? His age. His age, to pay 50 million is, is a big I sum of money, yeah. even at this point in time. I would say the biggest drawback on Raheem Sterling is probably if you looked at the two seasons where City struggled. Mm-hmm. So that was Pep's first, not his first full season, but you remember, I think he finished about fourth in his first full season, didn't he? Um, wasn't it fourth he finished the first full season? Yeah. And then when we ran away, we were at 1920. Um, I think that's where the drawback we plus his international record. That's where they probably look and go. And, and I, I'm, I'm not saying Raheem Sterling, because I think, I think he would have been a great signing for sports. I think he would be a great signing for Arsenal. I would argue he would be a good signing for Liverpool. You know, he would be an excellent signing for Manchester United. Um, outside of that, who else is he going to look at? He's not going to look below that. 
because Raheem Sterling wants to win things. He wants to compete. Yeah. And, 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 and if you look, if you look at it, if you, if you say to yourself, Man City and Liverpool nail down the top two places next year, right? He's playing, he's leaving one and he can't play for the other really when Liverpool, right? And then you look and you go, who came fourth? Sports. Kulisevsky, they've signed Richarlison, they have Kane, they have Son, Mora is still there, my God, we don't know, right? But they've put a lot of money in, right? Won't happen. Arsenal, basket fucking case, right? Literally need centre of def- defensive midfielders and, and fullbacks or whatever, and they're signing just loads of forwards, right? Because that excites them, right? Who else is left? The only club left is Chelsea. If he wants to stay in England and compete with Champions League football, the chances of uh, domestic That's what I'm going to say. And the possibility that maybe he could get a run at the title. That's, uh, and as oh, a, a footballer, he has to make a footballing decision. But at the same time, Pete is dead right in what he says. Like, you know, it, it'd be a bit like, I don't know, like, it'd be a bit like me or you signing for Manchester United. Spending all our years going, we fucking hate them, and then turn up and signing for them. It's a bit like that. And Manchester, but it'd be like, it'd be like, no, you don't be the best one. It'd be like Steven Gerrard signing for Manchester United in 2005 or six or seven when he was at, at his pinnacle, right? Or eight, nine, ten, whatever. He was at his pinnacle for a long time. But it'd be like, it'd be like them turning around and when, do you remember when they signed Robin Van Persie 2011? It'd be like literally United fans hammering him since 1998. And in 2010, 11, whenever they signed Robin Van Persie, turned around and going, we're signing Stephen Gerrard and everyone at the Stratford end singing Stephen Gerrard's name. Because they'd forget about they forget about it. Robin Van Persie wasn't liked by Manchester United fans when he turned up. Alan Smith went from Leeds. They didn't like him. He signed the United, they loved him. It, it's just how it works. But, but but two things, two things on this, right? You, you need to change your mindset. Football's about money these days and short-term contracts, and that's what it is. And they're going to move, players are going to move between clubs like they've never done before because that's just that's just the, the the economy now taking over football that exists, particularly in England because they're paid, being paid better wages there than potentially Bayern Munich. It's Madrid, going very NFL, I think. Yeah, it's 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 PSG and probably Real Madrid are probably the only ones who will be able to compete in terms of the wages. That's that's in the top five, six teams in England at this stage. So when I, I look at it. I look at Sterling. I go right. What do you, okay? Here's the question I have in my head: Who's going to score more goals next season, Diaz or Sterling? Um, it's a very good question. I don't think you have the in Lewis Diaz. I think you've you've seen a you know a, a certain amount of games, and you've looked at him when he's exhilarating at times. Has he scored mm-hmm. enough? No, he's probably missed. Some chances that he should. It's very reminiscent a bit of Salah um, in his yeah. fourth season at Liverpool. Sterling scores goals. He's 130 goals for Manchester City. He scores goals. Do you know what I mean? Who yeah. would score more? Um, I think it's a very good question. And I think it's probably even more interesting now that he's at Chelsea and not City. You know, because um, that, that, that's the other element I bring into it. Like, it looks on the surface, this looks like a really good signing for Chelsea, right? But if you go beneath that surface, Tuchel's teams aren't free-flowing, chaos-based teams, right? And Sterling's at his best in a free-flowing, chaos-based football system. And in fact, he played his best when City was less methodical and less Barca-driven in terms of their tiki-takas. Like, City last season were more Barcelona under Pep in the early, the the turn of the the decade, the 12s, 13s, when he was there at Barcelona, than they've ever been. 
there had been verticality to their play. De Bruyne was much more attacking in terms of vertical threat that he was doing. Last year, it was very side to side. It was all about getting to the byline and pulling balls back and then slotting, slotting shots in from the edge of the six yard box. It was exactly. far more. And the season before that was way more controlled. Whereas yeah. if you look at, if you actually look at 1920 when Liverpool win the league, City are trying to be like, a bit like Liverpool where it's all mayhem and Sterling would have been quite good but yeah I know what you're getting and, and Sterling to me that's the bit will Sterling have the same value to Chelsea unless they adopt the same chaos in t- in, their, in in attacking style because yeah, if you, you can't ask, see it really with Chelsea can you if, if you ask Sterling to play a very rigid mm. role you do lose a strong percentage of what he's blessed at. And the reason why he was so good in 13-14 was because he loves chaos. He thrives in chaos. And his, 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 his five, six, seven-yard dash sprint pace that's uh, absolutely electric, right? That's, that's un, unbeatable in that chaos-based attacking system. It's the, the Suarez, the storage, and Sterling. It was so ideally set up because all that did was create chaos in the back because you couldn't like, there's no other there's no other dribbler in the world like Suarez where actually he welcomes people to kick the ball off his of shins right yeah. everyone else yeah. doesn't want that because it stops you dribbling Suarez it just makes your dribble better right Ridiculous. Sturridge was the graceful part and Sterling was the was just enjoyed the space the freedom and that piece that existed there and only when that was sort of replicated did you see that a massive big bang happen from Manchester City when it was all rigid system rigid tactical approach rigid everything like that you just see a player that's that's a good player he's not a great player whereas like when, England, when, he's like when he plays play, for England yeah when he, well, but there's no good there's no great players in England because again, it's it's a piss poor rigid system in comparison to a, a much better rigid system that 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 will exist with Tuchel and with with, um, with Pep, right? And that's where I want to come back to the Liverpool question. It's a bit like when you consider who would you have taken back from what it is, right? The Klopp mentality and the Klopp structure is absolute chaos when it gets to being in that final tort. Up until that point, it's very structured. It's very no, precise in how it defends and manages the ball, right? But our aim is to create that chaos. <clears throat> Salah thrives on chaos. Mane thrives on chaos. Firmino thrives on chaos. Think about these players. Jota, he's the best in chaos. He just pops up in the space that's created because somebody's vacated because somebody's run over here, somebody's run here. Robertson is attacking from this side. Trent is going this side. All this type of stuff. And that's when I come back to that question, Gav. I think if you put Sterling into the Liverpool team, he'd probably be second top scorer. He'd probably replace all the Mane's goals without us even having to have to have to have that question about it, right? I genuinely believe that, right? If Mane's hitting twenty a season for us in that Liverpool system, Sterling would equal that because he's, we know he's capable of doing it. So that was the one big piece around this transfer that I sort of looked at and said, right, we've taken a roll of the dice in Nunes because we completely believe in the guy and we believe that he's the future of, of what we need to do and the next evolution of how we're going to play. Apparently um, rival fans have been, um, someone says there, Tiernan says apparently uh, rival fans are already making compilation videos of Nunes shooting in training today. So Fantastic. Uh, but then I am on record of the show as thinking that this is Andy Carroll. maybe not the best. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's the Colombian Andy it's Carroll. It's the length of his feet, it's isn't it? My God, he has to get docking permits in the Albert Dock to go for a walk around Liverpool. His feet are that And every time I look at him, I can't get out of my head. I, I, do you see the picture I sent you? I sent you, Gav, I think, or you, Phil. He, he has got massive feet, to be fair to him. But I just can't get his performance at Anfield out of my head. Every time, every time. It looked like a highlight reel. Every time he came at us, I remember thinking, we can't handle this, fella. 
Yeah, he was good. I can, I'm can going to see on? them all tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Phil, give us something good or bad. Come on. <laughs> We're literally going to get uh, one more subject in here before we get to World <laughs> Games. But I think it's been brilliant. <laughs> Go on. Give us a winner, will you? My winner is being Liverpool. I already watched some of that over the weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. I had, to get, I had to get ready for pre-season, Gav, right? right? So how do you so get you went back? You went back to 2013, I went back and watched Liverpool, right? Yeah, and like, it was just... Uh, that was 2012, that's 10 years, is it? It's when... when uh, they when went to Boston, Brand, didn't they? Big Brendan, yeah, Big Brendan what rocks yeah. up as and look, Liverpool In the first manager. five minutes, he's actually telling Raheem Sterling he's having a go-off, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Hey, you're listening, Raheem. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal stuff. But to this day... And even now when I watch it, I can never get over the shock I have when I see Ian Eyre turn up on a massive Harley Davidson. If you're going to put two people together, right? Yeah. Ian Eyre and Harley Davidson was definitely not two things I was going to put together, right? Mm. And that sort of spawned a load of different things. You'd put Ian Eyre in like a Renault Scenic, wouldn't you? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100% with, with a panoramic sunroof. So he could look at the nice things as he's driving on past lights. You know what I mean? Nah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, and the reason why I love all those, um, you know, those all or nothing programs where you have like spores and yeah, Arsenal have them coming up. up. Right? Yeah. I don't know what he said. All or nothing. It should have just been nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal, right? Cause that's exactly you know, you can see what's going to come. <laughs> it's the same with the Hotland Hotspur. They could have just dropped the all. Nothing. Nothing Hotland Hotspur. Nothing Arsenal. Fine. But I just, I, I love. I would love to see that show reshot with Klopp. I'd love to see what's going on nowadays. In comparison, I'd love to do a comparison. See the way it's 10 years, Gav. Yeah, I'd but, love to see but are we not, the being Liverpool now to the being Liverpool then. Because it was... I'll be so much better now. But the thing is, like, for me, Klopp oozes... Do you think it'd be better now? I don't think it would. For, for insight, it would. For comedy, no. Not a fucking no. hope. Like Brendan Rogers walking around. The portrait of himself in his gaff. Ah, oh, and, and he's walking around with his teeth. His teeth are like fucking your man who was stepped out and son. And then two weeks later, they're like just unbelievably shiny. And, Perfect. But but now, like, Klopp, it was the confidence where he could do something like that and wouldn't affect him. And, but I think Liverpool are quite open in, in the footage they put out. And, you know, all this inside Anfield stuff after every game is like <laughs> there's loads of access and stuff like that. But, uh, being Liverpool was just Chris off Mike, the wall mental. Ian Air, Ian Air, the emergence of Ian Air, right, from what was like just a name to a person. Like uh, Chris Black bangs it. The one when he asked what, what number Joe and Adam wanted in the squad and Ian Air goes, 69. Yeah, it's empty envelopes. There's so many moments. There's yeah. so many moments in that show that's just unbelievably good to watch and I still get really angry when I see Stuart down in a Liverpool jersey like really really angry he's, he's <laughs> playing for the Masters team now he's playing for the Masters yeah. team in Glasgow I know, I know but it's, it's, did he win it it's still yeah yeah. and then he DJed afterwards at the caravan park <laughs> um, the, but yeah it was it's 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 phenomenal like you can talk about everything that's going on but watching being Liverpool is a better way to spend your your off season. This is the off season, right? Than 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 talk about transfers, talk about anything like that. Even like Klopp was telling Liverpool are, Liverpool are really <coughs> Liverpool are really settled with the transfer stuff. So that's quite now like to the point where we're not doing a transfer show tomorrow. Lee. Like there's nothing happening. Like what are we doing? Um we we usually do it where it's always we, when something happens, Gav. No, no, I know, you, yeah, but but like always when to be honest with you, like we're we're looking at it from other team's point of view but we thought no what Liverpool are playing tomorrow we might do a show either straight after the game tomorrow night 
or later on tomorrow night, just on the game tomorrow. But I like I get the whole being Liverpool thing, but I'm being honest with you, I can't wait to watch Liverpool tomorrow. Like I genuinely cannot wait. And it's look, I know it's Man United, I know it's a preseason friendly, but I'm just dying to see I'm just dying to see loads of players running around with Liverpool. That's all I want. <laughs> and Dicko, Air still on his bike going around Europe looking for Samel and kind of planking. <laughs> what you don't know is that in the WhatsApp group at the time, Damo Floyd, who used to be on the pod, who's not on the pod anymore, um, he, <laughs> went off, he went off to do a horse racing podcast. <laughs> Christened that he turned up and he laughing for Conor Plianca. <laughs> he had two saddlebags of sawdust to pay them in for Conor Plianca. And he's no, but didn't he leave the saddlebags at the door? Didn't Ian Air fly out to Brazil to sign Firmino? And he was literally oh. the cat that got all the cream. Like, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. fucking good. Um, but Brendan didn't want didn't want Firmino, if you remember. No, he that. would only take Firmino if he was allowed to have Benteke. Got Benteke, yeah. yeah. So I, I, honestly... I, it, as a show goes, it's it's fantastic. It's it's fantastic. Uh, anyway, if you can get if you can go watch it, it's, uh, it's it's all over Vimeo and stuff like that. But you have to go back and watch it. It's just it's just mad. Yeah. The whole thing is, is mad. From the moment Rogers turns up, looking like not Brendan Rogers looks like now, to looking back and saying what he looked like as the Swansea manager, to what he becomes as the Liverpool manager. It's it's absolutely phenomenal stuff and that to me was the winner of the week because I thought that it's better than all, all the other football talk that's gone and we all, we all loved do you remember and, and don't say it didn't because we all loved do you remember when he was appointed as the manager and people were going he turned up in Boston and he had like a 485 slide presentation on yeah, Liverpool PowerPoint. Football Club's history and, and like literally so over the top it was untrue um, and when you look back and now you're going Brennan, you could have just went in there and said anything because the fellow up against you was Roberto Martinez. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was no need for it. But um, it's, he was that it's close, though. Brendan was people forget. You never forget how close he was. Yeah, how close he was to being yeah. a legend. So so close, steady night. So anyway, uh, Phil doesn't like preseason. He just likes watching being Liverpool, and it's a fair shout. The ten year anniversary and all that. Do you know we could we could yeah. do? I I I would sit down and watch uh, being Liverpool and do a watch along. I genuinely would. <laughs> um, but Pete, do you enjoy preseason? Like tomorrow we play. No, United. you know it's 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 a it's a bum steer. When we were kids, you know you'd be you'd be hearing things. You wouldn't be seeing because nothing was on telly. But you'd be hearing things. I oh, Liverpool of so many of their trounds, diacs that we used to go to this tournament, I think, in Amsterdam. We did, I got our arse. I remember the year we signed Stan Collymore, we got our arse. Well, there's a funny story about that. There's a funny story yeah, about that, right? Um, that, that's that's the that's the Ajax tournament where mm. it was a reduced pitch, seven aside, yeah. and it was like on and off. And I think it was, it was Rangers, Ajax, Liverpool, and Milan. And the story goes that um, Stan Collymore, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Somebody shouts to record opening chats. Caravaggio <laughs> himself over the fireplace. All his character speeches. He says character about a hundred times in a Matt Sweeney says it was some show to Caravaggio himself <laughs> over the fireplace. But uh, Matt's gone. Um, but I was listening to a podcast, Pete, Tony Warner, who used to be the goalkeeper. Uh, I, love, yeah, I, right? I, loved, I met Tony in London a few times. So if you, if you, if you get a chance, Go and look up the Magic Sponge, Bonus. the Magic Bonus. Sponge uh, podcast yeah. with um, no, have it, have it Jimmy Bullard. But there's there's two yeah. there's two shows he does. Um, but the story is that Colima was mental, and yeah. basically like Roy Evans names like seven players to go on the pitch to start against Milan. Now it's on off subs, like you're on every couple of minutes, like you know. 
and Stan Collymore stands up in the middle of the thing. I'm not fucking having this. I came here to play against Milan, Baggio. I'm not here to play against fucking Rangers. No, this is a fucking joke. And Roy Evans says to him, well, you're not starting, so just sit down, will you? And he just, just sat back down. <laughs> just, you know, he didn't know. Just, that was it. He just wanted to have a big. But, um, yeah, that that was the story around the, the Ajax thing. But I, I, I like the preseason. Like, Carvalho tomorrow, um, Nunes. Um, I know the young lad, uh, Ramsey, isn't there. But even the likes of Joe Gomez, I want to see Salah. I just want to see them all playing again, running around. Yeah. They'll all do 45 and there'll be loads of subs. But well, see, this, this is the thing. No, I don't care. The one thing that one thing that the crop is 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 changed preseason that all this stuff you're about to watch completely irrelevant. Those lads, I know it's irrelevant. Essentially done, but those lads are going to have essentially done three stages of the Tour de France, two training sessions tomorrow before they'll have a double session in the morning before they play. Yeah, yeah. Before they even get on the pitch, right? And then they go on the pitch and they look like they've been dragged through a hedge for 14 hours, right? And then, and then you wonder, jeez, they aren't looking great. They aren't looking great. But it's all part Yeah, yeah. So it's like the, the only, like, preseason hasn't mattered or in terms of. No, it doesn't matter. We were only saying it last night. Like, feels right. The unflat Nunes, whatever his name is, went to Darwin, went down with Bliss yesterday, which tells you Liverpool's preseason is. It's hell on earth. I mean, yeah, you get I get that. And listen, out. the year before we win the title, I think I think it's the year before we win the title or the summer before we go over to America and we get beaten by Dortmund and we get beaten by Sporting Lisbon and, <laughs> you know, there's all stuff going on. Or, and there might be one where we're beaten by um, Sevilla as well. They're going around trying yeah. to snap us in half. And, like, you were going, that was a shy pre-season, wasn't it? And then it just, we all kick off and we're great again. I'm Listen, I'm not looking for results. I fully expect Manchester United Liverpool to go in there tomorrow. Both managers to go, listen, I'm playing that 11, you're playing that 11. After 45, we'll switch them over. No fucking mad tackles. And away we go. And we fully agreed. And the same with Palace on Friday. You know, but I, I don't know. Not for the result or anything like that or the importance of the game. It's just, just to see them all playing. You know, and the new players to come on and have a run around and see what they like. That's it. But no, listen, if you don't, if you don't fancy it at 2 o'clock tomorrow... Phil will be doing a re-screening of being Liverpool um, on a YouTube Episode channel. one, going to the silver over, shovel. Right? The silver shovel. It's not the silver spoons, the silver shovel, right? Yeah. So that's the, the first episode of being Liverpool. It's, uh, if you get it, it's, it was, first came out on the 16th of September 2012. It's definitely, definitely, definitely worth a watch. It's a, it's a fantastic show. And the end, the last old. one, the Red Crew said, do you remember that Ian Air disappears off into the sunset? <laughs> <laughs> It's mental. And then when it came, do you remember when it came to um, transfer deadline day? Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. He's like, got home yeah, by rang in there. Your man would be out the port. Was it Vinny O'Connor that used to be outside? At uh, seven. Yeah. In there's bugging off about three hours. Yeah, he'd be there at seven o'clock at night and there wouldn't be a light on in the place. He'd be like, um, well, we've just got news through. In there's just Texas there. He's he's actually gone since half four. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Locked up and used the back gate. I'm wasting my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stand there like an absolute Where's plug. the bike? You know what Where's I mean? Oh, bike? fucking mad scene. It was oh, great days. Oh. Great days, isn't it? Best show. Best yeah, show. I must. I must, I must actually go back and uh, I must actually go back and check it out. Um, ten minutes to go, Phil. I have some charity stuff I want to talk about, but you tell me about the war games before I do that, please. <laughs> oh, I'm fuming. 
I'm, I'm livid. Right. Come on. I've been watching the other, so I've gave everyone the links to go and watch it, and they don't put any decent sports on lacrosse. Mm. Like this is just like okay. has there been any like, of the floorball, chess boxing? No, nothing. Ah, me. Like, there was no sinking. No, no sinking. They didn't show any of the sinking in the swimming pool where you have oh. to sink for like three hours. What? Right. No, been I, thought there was, I thought there was one hour like um, highlight no. shows so, and channels so in America show, to watch the, the whole The highlight shows are the only place that you can go and watch the decent sports. Right. Fistball. Um, there was a karate. They didn't put the karate on. I'm, I'm amazed they didn't put the karate on. I actually didn't realize how good the karate was until I started watching it. But karate is, the, is, is probably the only sport I've seen well, so far. It's just where, karate, you know. It's, it's no one actually fighting, right? Yeah. You know when you see the lads getting warmed up in the, in the karate and yeah. they just do their science, right? Yeah. Well, is that what it is? Competition. <laughs> so there's no you fighting. Have to watch it. There's no ah, fighting. For fuck's sake. And they're literally going, <laughs> right? And they're they making faces and everything. And they get points for the best oh, shapes. Oh my God. <laughs> do you know what I seen the other day? I'm just up off subject a bit. My, my daughter's mad into horse riding then. Um, she loves. She actually loves watching all on YouTube. But she watches loads of videos on Crufts. You know the, the dog show. It's Crufts, and that was called yeah, in London. Yeah. yeah, but there was a fella like so. They do the one where they run around, jump fences, run through tunnels, all that shit, right? And the dog. But there's actually ones where they actually um the people that go around with the dog do dances and stuff with the dog. It's like right, an artistic right. thing, right? And I swear yeah. to God, there was a fella on it. No, I don't know what year it was from. But uh, if you if you type in James Bond at Crufts, and this fella comes on as James Bond with a plastic gun, and he's throwing all the James Bond shapes <laughs> in the middle of the thing, and the dog's jumping through his legs and over his shoulder and all, go and check it out. It's completely off uh, topic, but check well, it out. If, tell, if she likes to, watching the dogs do the little obstacle courses, right, then you got to go on to ESPN on a Sunday, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they have the American Kennel Club races, which are much better than Crufts, right? Mm. Think of Crufts on steroids. Yeah. Basically, you can on YouTube, they, they, they get the dogs to run, right? But it's, it, they don't put them into divisions. So you could have a Chihuahua running against a boxer. Oh, right? so it's the same course and it's a race through it. And they time them. Right. But they've, they've, they, what they do is they it's handicap like dog, the dogs. Drag racing. Yeah, but they handicap the dogs based on their size and their weight and their expected How time they to get to the them? end, right? Because they calculate yeah. using using technology. Oh, right, right? okay, right, okay. So, so some of the dogs that are winning are like Yorkshire Terriers. Kev is upset. upset. He says it's all bloody weightlifting. That's all he can find in the world. Okay, okay Kev, Kev. <laughs> Three people don't like this show, up. by the way, which is in fairness. I don't blame you. That's not back on. No, it's not back on. One of them Kev, just you need logs to get on, on to unlike us, which is great. Yeah. The, the, highlight, the highlight package, that's me. The highlight package is, uh, is, is <laughs> Two definitely... Two people just log on to yeah. unlike us. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight package, Kev, is where you need to go to because that's where all the decent sports are. And they're moving out to the old sludge pit that they've now called a, 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 a lake. Um and they're going to do stuff out there. I have no idea what they're going to do next week. It's like they're probably doing Frisbee into the lake or something. But there's so. 10 days of this. It started on Thursday, so it's not over till Friday. this day week. Sunday's the last day. Sunday's next the last Sunday. day this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, tug of War. Tug of War over the last couple of days is the big events to close down the game. Tug of War. to finish It's like going Why to the bleeding skills sports day of this. It's um, fantastic, but they're not. But they're showing lacrosse and powerlifting. If I wanted to watch powerlifting, I would have to put on the world championships. If they were anyway serious about the same it, events. they should have had a red button. 
regardless of what device you're on, and you can just click the record. Click watch. the sport you want to watch. Yeah. And even if it's not on at that moment live, yeah. they just do the replays of it all. And if you want to sit for 10 days want. watching chess boxing, all of it, for 10 days, <laughs> over on a loop, fair play. I still um, think me and Andy's version of the World Games is definitely more... I think there's a bigger bigger market for me and Andy's version of the World Games where we go even more extreme with the sports where we cross them over. So it's like somebody said there, karate darts. That's that w- that's one karate darts. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't there a place? What was the place down in Sandyford? Um, f- fits on. Is that still there? Yeah, they sponsored us for a good. For yeah, ages. I know they did. But is it still going? Yeah. And you can do what you can take yourself on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do- Golf and you can do baseball and penals and Golf, all baseball, three points, three pointers in, in yeah. basketball. Yeah, there was some Karate sort of darts. climbing in Ireland. The minute I heard that, I went on that. Yeah, there's, there's that. bar hanging. Oh, yeah, just you hang, have to hang bar. at the bar for as long as you can. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I can do that. Um, now, if you can manage to dislocate your fingers, you'll win it no problem at all because you can just get your hands to lock into that position. So even if yeah. your arms tire out, like you can't, you can't undo your fingers. So yeah. you'll be there for ages. You win it no problem at all. So it's where you need to go. Um, what was I going to say? Polly Walnuts has been on here a t- t- couple of times. Actually, the fellow who played Polly Walnuts in The Sopranos died yeah, there. Did, two, yeah, he did. Two days ago. Yeah. yeah. That's, sad. That's sad, isn't it? The best character in all of TV ever, in my opinion. Mm. Polly yeah. Walnuts. Yeah. Just ahead of Omar from The War. Yeah, oh, Omar. And Omar passed away as well. Yeah, last year. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really right. sad. The quadratlon. No, Kev, to to Kev said he's going to have another look tomorrow, but I reckon it'll be just weightlifting when Kev goes on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually Kev really is probably just has it taped on VHS and just keeps hitting play on the video. And he's wondering yeah, why I, he just keeps I have weightlifting. To, I have I have to be honest, Gav. I wrote an email, a complaint to the World Games. Um, <laughs> Did you? Just, yeah, saying that the coverage wasn't appropriate and that the, they have a whole Olympic channel there that you could have put loads of different channels on and put us on the real sports that we all uh, wanted to watch. Ashley like says... Carfball Ashley says, Great. it's almost like they don't want to embarrass themselves televising <laughs> the events that don't sound real. <laughs> Which is fair. It is real. It's on. Is I love it. Five people, just so five people don't like this show now. Like, they're just not getting amazing. these war games at all. The, 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 uh, no, the quicker people realise that we don't give a fuck how many people like or unlike, the better. We don't care how many watch. This we don't care how many subscribe, like, share, fucking anything. We, we don't the- fucking care. Because at the end of the day, YouTube is like, honestly, YouTube is so fucking bad now. Um, And the only reason that keeps us on YouTube is because we like talking to the people in the chat every day. If I could find another way to get them live in the chat, I would not be on YouTube. Genuinely. What about Discord? Does that not work? No, No. not for video. Not for video. Um, But if I could, Twitch, you could probably do, I think. Um, Yeah, that's a bit. What if we got a joint holographic satellite that we could shoot into orbit and we could just beam across the world? I don't know, but look, we we don't fucking care anymore. We've asked loads of times to subscribe, join, share, fucking like. It doesn't doesn't work. And even when you get people, they they unsubscribe you anyway. So what's the point? So like or unlike, who gives a bollocks? Now, where are we? We need to find a partner for the Quadratlon next year. The Quadratlon? Sounds weird. I'll go and watch it. it's 15 miles up and down the Munros in Scotland and but that's after a one mile swing when is it in Scot- the, what the time, when, when is that in Scotland? July July because oh, I want to go to Scotland to play golf for a week 
if you could, you could play the golf when I'm doing it because I have to swim a mile across the la- the lock, right? Yeah. Then I have to run up 15 miles across seven mountains and back down the other side, right? Yeah. Then I jump on a kayak and I row seven miles up from the kayak back up to where I started from, right? Yeah. Then I get out there and I jump on a bike and I do 54 kilometers around the lake and I come back. Now, you definitely get around the golf in what I'm doing all that. Hang on, fellas. Uh, our friend and subscriber, Facts Matter, has just tweeted a live feed, a live feed to the World Games 24-7. I'm going to add this to the group. Thanks so much, Facts Matter, at Ferdo under 467. I have, I have the life. I gave you the life. all the correspondence. Dazza says, those loose lips are going to get you the bullet gav. Um, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> but like, what can you do? Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, what can you if do? If he gets like, the bullet, then it's gone. We, we, like, if we get the bullet, we get the bullet. Like, what can you do? We just keep recording the shows and we put them out for download. Um, but like, honestly, um, the only thing that keeps us here is the fact that it's a brilliant community in the chat and we have great laugh at them every night. It's not for everything else because... Here's a question. Here's a question for everyone in the chat, right? Mm. No, but see, that doesn't work. It's not interesting. Dara says you should try Patreon. I don't think you can do video on Patreon. You can. Can you? Yeah, but it's a paywall. And we always said we wanted to be free. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Can can you buy a Patreon where you, you can just set it out for free? Would you pay Patreon? Let's look Let's look it up. No, let's get out of this. I don't really want to talk about it. But listen, the main point is, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Like, don't you can do it. Um, right, before we go, that was great chatting about World Games and Raheem Sterling. But before we go... Um, being Liverpool. See, oh, being Liverpool. Li- Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling. Being Liverpool. Steady now, Raheem. Steady. Steady. <laughs> um, Easy horse. <laughs> so, last night, we announced our new charity push. It's for Bobby. Bobby is seven years of age. He's a young boy from Dublin. Um, he suffers from the same um, condition that Sienna suffered from. Um, this came We came across this last week, and it took us a week to sort stuff out, like, you know, artworks and different things. So we didn't want to jump in, um, you know, and, and not have it right. So we have got it right now where it's appearing on your screen properly. It's, the link is in the description. It's across our social medias now. It's constantly up there on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. And basically, he needs €150,000 to go and do what Sienna done last year. And the only thing I will say is if you want to see how good this is for kids, go and check out Sienna's steps on Instagram or Facebook. Um, go back about 18 months on their videos or their posts and then just start from there and go to the present day and the change in Sienna is absolutely phenomenal like it's ridiculous like even my daughter said to me tonight do you remember when that girl couldn't walk I was showing her a video tonight just on the off chance and um, my daughter can even remember it so Bobby needs 150,000 he's closing in on 75,000 which is really good it was on about 70 last night it's, it's closing on 75 today so it's flying at a really really good rate Um but we need to keep it flying. So the link is in the description. And as we've said to you before, if you can donate, brilliant. If you can't, please share. And if you can do both, absolutely. Like, that's perfect. The more we share it around, the more it gets out there and the momentum that it has, once it keeps going, um, we, we, we'll absolutely get to 150 grand ASAP. Um, so check it out. Bobby is his name. The link is in the description. And when you click on the link, it will bring you to his GoFundMe page and explain everything about him. Phil is having a meltdown here, trying to broadcast the war games on this channel. Um, <laughs> why, I don't know, right? Um, 
I was I was given the flat screen canoe marathon starting gap canoe marathon. Sorry, <laughs> canoe marathon is starting, so we better get out of here. But listen, I'm actually excited. Look at the look at the flats. Look at the lads are just out there in the canoes. Right, will you just wait until I finish this and then you can go out and watch it? Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, sorry. so yeah, Bobby, go and check him out. Um, he's seven years of age. The what will what it will do for him and his family. Um, it would be amazing and as I said if you need any proof of that go and check out Sienna's steps Sienna's family are actually in contact with Bobby's family with regards to the whole logistics of whatever everything they need to do the steps from when you get your fundraising to going to St. Louis you have to be there for three weeks I think so there's a lot of cost in staying over there staying in hotels um, you know surgery help after the surgery rehabilitation physio and then loads of stuff for another year or so when you come back to Ireland so um you know what? Uh, please help it out. As I said, the link is in the description. It's it's over our, our social media, and hopefully we can get it to 150 grand. And as I said, and I, yep. people take this the wrong way when I say it, get it there as quick as it can, and we can mark that one off and say this is brilliant, and we can follow Bobby's progress, and we can move on to something else. Because yep. like we we laugh about likes, unlikes, and all and stuff like that. But in fairness, when we do these shows every night, it gets us out there. And the biggest thing out of it is that we spread a word about charity and helping people. So, um, Matt Sweeney says the generosity shown for that young fella has been amazing to see. It's absolutely flying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Phil is going to get the team team song demonetized again. Says actually, no, no, no. We are already on the team song, I think. But if he keeps fucking putting CBS news right up on the middle of that screen, I'll be that's, that's not CBS. Well, that's, just don't tell me what it is. I don't care. I don't care what it is. That's just my picture. Okay, <laughs> it's been screensaver. Screensaver. A lake that used to be a sludge mountain in Come Birmingham, here, Alabama. Anything else before we go? No, lads. No, and great show. Great show on on Bobby. Let's let's get stuck in. Anybody that just look at as Gav says, please, please have a look. Have a look at Team Bobby. Check the hashtags. Let's just get it out there. It's all that matters is that kid. Mm-hmm. Phil, anything else before we go? No, it was ever a, a very eminent, uh, eminent cause to take up Gavin. Fair play, and hopefully the money can be, the, everyone can be as generous as possible. Because well, look, the other thing I'll say is we're fully aware and uh, and completely aware of how tough it is for everyone that's out there. Right? There's no there, there's no two ways about it. So whatever people can donate, if they can, brilliant. If you can't donate, it, right? If you can't donate, that's all right. Don't feel bad. But if you can't, if you can't donate, please help us spread the word. Whatever way you can do it, right? Help us spread the word because that can be your donation. That can be what you can do to to get that out there and help drive that money up there. It doesn't have to be a donation. It could be something or even time. If you can do something to help a lot, help with the push, even better again, right? Mm. So that's always look at it that way. If you can do something to help, do it because there's no point saying, "Oh, I wish I had done something there." Better off doing it, right? If it brings in 20 quid, if it brings in 20 quid, if it brings in 20,000, it doesn't make a difference. Every single euro, every single penny counts towards the getting to that total. And that's all that matters. And whether it's, whether it's me, Gav, Pete, whoever it is, if you can, as I said, do whatever you need to do and do it. They're about to start the canoe marathon. That's me, my rant over, right? Baby? Okay. Um, no, but listen, in all seriousness, um, that's one of the reasons why this channel doesn't ask you for any money or any stage. Um, for, to subscribe, to see shows behind paywalls, you know, pay to get this, pay to get that. It simply doesn't happen. We're, I haven't done it yet because I keep forgetting. But um, 
we're turning off the super chats as well. So you won't be able to contribute to this channel with money. What you'll do is you go, oh, am I throwing a super chat? Don't. We read out as many comments as we can. Anyway, we put as many up on the screen as we can. Don't. Just go into the description. Take a minute away from us to go into the description. Hit the link. And it'll open up in a separate window. You'll still have us on, on your PC. And take that money and give it into the into the appeals that we're, we're going. That's all we look for. And we don't even look for you to give the money. If you can't give the money, share it. So that's the way we work. That's the way we roll. Um, but as I said before, the chat in here is the same people all the time. There's new people added in every so often and they stay. So the, the whole idea of us shouting and screaming and, you know, hit the like button, subscribe, it's all gone. That day, Them days are over. They're over. We're just going to turn up and do our shows here because we know people like to watch. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to turn up. We're going to promote our charities. We're going to have a laugh about Liverpool. We're going to cover as much as we possibly can between now and the end of the season. And then um, I better get off here because Phil is like, you can see his whole mind shifting <laughs> towards the kayak marathon. Um, this is, this is. I, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll do a bit of live commentary. Loads of um, ladies in kayaks, uh, all sort of heading towards one person who's out in the lead and the rest are coming up. It's making a lovely triangle, a lovely triangle <laughs> shape that reminds you of billiards. You'll probably get points, though. If you're, if you're in the part of that shape, you'll get points at the end. You probably will get points. Mm. I don't know what happens. I think there's, I'm hoping there's an obstacle soon. Um, I don't know how you do obstacles on a canoe course. Normally, they have to go through a gate, but I'd love to see if it was a hippo or oh. something like that just to frighten them. Imagine a hippo jumped up out of the water and, went, Roar! and then they all have to avoid the hippo because hippos are very territorial and can kill you. Um, and, of course, Pablo Escobar famously brought loads of hippos into Colombia, and now the problem is that those hippos have actually bred really successfully in the waters and the lands of Colombia, and the government have a hippo problem in Colombia that they never had before. Good. So Pablo's, Pablo's it's always, legacy... It's always, a good, it's always a good thing when you have too many animals, <laughs> because around the rest of the world, you haven't got enough. Am I right? Oh, they're going in for a turn now, Gav. They're going in for a turn. Oh, by the way, turn. one more thing off topic. If, fish you're on, if you want to watch a thing on Netflix, Barack Obama narrates uh, our great parks or something the planet. around the world. It's, oh, the park. I did that one. It's fucking it's brilliant. Deadly. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, so go and check that out. Uh, anything else before we go, Pete? No? Done? Not much, brother. Good Be stuff. Good. The game good the stuff. lead is called Dugarry. Do you reckon it could be Christoph Dugarry's yeah. missus? Yeah, could be. And um, nothing else from Phil because Phil's talking about the stuff. Right, that has been winners and losers. Um, she's cheating. She is. She's tomorrow. We will have a we will have a show tomorrow news. evening about Liverpool's preseason game. Um, we'll do it at ten o'clock as normal. There's no point in doing it at four in the afternoon. No one be around. We'll do it at ten o'clock. Wednesday we have the big quiz. Fifty Liverpool questions. You can sign in. You can do it on your phone. Watch it on the TV. All that sort of stuff. Uh, nothing on Thursday. Friday we will do something around Crystal Palace and Liverpool. That will most likely be done on Sports Unplugged, and we'll be back for the Fatback Four on Sunday. Talk to you in a bit. It wasn't do, no, no. Gary. It was hungry. <laughs> okay, right. Get off. <laughs> See you later. Over now. Podcast Network. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.